Thank you for listening to the Grace Chapel Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our senior pastor, Kurt Henman. For more information about our church, visit our website at gracechapel.cc or follow us on social media at Grace Chapel, Ohio. The title of our message is Right Focus. Right Focus. And so listen, off the top here, I just want to remind us that whoever is ruling and reigning politically, listen, God is supremely ruling and reigning from his throne. And so listen, we just need to remember that God's sovereignty is our sanity. That is, listen, if we want stability in a world that is constantly in chaos for multiple different reasons, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. We need to tether ourselves to the word of God, to the unchanging Word of God, and we need to let Christ rule over our hearts. That, that word rule in Colossians is, is the, the word umpire. We need to let Jesus umpire our hearts so that, listen, we might have peace in ourselves And second, that we might stay on mission, that we might be about our Father's business, that we might be doing what it is we are called to do. That is, we weren't zapped up to heaven the moment we were saved because we still have a mission here. We still have a mission from Jesus to be his representatives, and our mission is this, to know God and make him known. Listen, to love God and to love people. It's an impossible mission. It can only be accomplished by supernatural love and supernatural power, but we need to remember this. The gospel, the power of God, hear me, is and has always been God's means for changing people and for changing societies. And so listen, it is not hype to say that the church is the hope of the world. But listen, we must be allowing Christ to rule over our hearts, to rule over our minds. We we need to be thoughtful. We need to be full of wisdom. We need to be full of grace, yes, and truth. We need to be full of love. We need to be full of God's power. And listen, we need to make sure that our primary message is the good news. 
that our primary message is the gospel of Jesus Christ who came to save us from sin and death and Satan himself. That is the true battle. That is the true enemy. And that is our mission to participate with Jesus in building his kingdom, which is not a kingdom of this world. Now, with that said, we've been saying that off the front here, we, we need courage. And, and so we want to try to, you know, uh, stoke up our courage at the front end of the year. And so we've just taken a moment to try to do that because it's, it's been a long year in this week, right? <laughs> crazy, crazy times. And so we need courage. And so how do we face impossible circumstances? That's where we want to go this morning. Take a look with me at Numbers chapter 13. We'll start in verse 1, Numbers chapter 13, verse 1. It begins, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the people of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a chief among them. Now to just kind of bring us all up to speed to with what God is doing with his people in history at this time. Perhaps you remember this story that, listen, God has used Moses to deliver his people from Egypt from 400 years of bondage, 400 years of slavery. He has used uh, his Moses as his instrument, and he performed many miraculous miracles, you know, the ten plagues, and then, you know, splitting the Red Sea and crossing the Red Sea and then smothering Pharaoh's army in the waves of the Red Sea. All of this big miracle stuff. And so now Moses and God's people, listen, are poised to go into the promised land, to go into this land that God has said to his people, I'm, I'm giving it to you. Listen, I will be with you and I will deliver it into your hands. And so off the top here in Numbers 13, it is telling us that God instructed Moses to pick out 12 young select men, one from each of the tribes of Israel. So there are 12 tribes, there are 12 men that are to go in and spy out this land that God has granted to them. And they were to see, you know, if, if the land was prosperous. They were to see how fortified the cities were. They were to see how powerful the people were in that land. And so that's exactly what they did. They went in and they spied out the land and they came back to Moses and the rest of the congregation of Israel and they reported. 
that indeed the land was very, very prosperous. And they reported that the cities were very, very fortified. And they reported that the people were very, very powerful and very, very large in stature. Now at this point, all 12 spies are on the same page. And their report of the circumstances are exactly the same. But as we come to verse 30, I've just explained to you where we're at. We're coming up to verse 30 now. At verse 30 here in chapter 13, some differences begin to emerge that make all the difference in the world. Take a look with me at verse 30 to verse 33. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. Verse 31. Then the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we are. So they brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone to spy out is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people that we saw in it are of great height. And there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim, and we seem to ourselves like grasshoppers, and so we seemed to them. And so after this report, ten of the spies give a bad report of this land. And so the ten spies and the rest of the people believe that bad report because, listen, they are afraid. They're afraid for themselves, and they're afraid for their children. They're afraid of what is going to happen to their own kids. And so, listen, they're, they're thinking this, hey, we're we're obviously going to get butchered. We're obviously outnumbered. They're bigger than us. They have fortified. We can't win. Uh, this thing is over before we've even gotten started. And they actually become angry. They become angry with Moses. Why in the world did you lead us out here? And they want a new leader. And they want to go back to Egypt, you know, back to Egypt, back to bondage where they had it so good. Well, the story continues in chapter 14. Caleb and Joshua, two of the 12 spies, stand up in the midst of this congregation. They stand up in the midst of all this fear all this negativity, all this hopelessness. And they say to the people, you know, take courage. Take courage. Only believe. 
Listen, in what God has already done for us. And listen, what he promises he will still do for us. Well, turn over possibly or just look on the next page, depends on your Bible, at chapter 14, verses 6 through 9. Chapter 14, verses 6 through 9. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephnah, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, the land which we pass through to spy it out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us a land that flows with milk and honey. Only, only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land for they are bred for us. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And so here's the point that I really want us to see from this passage today, and that is this. If you're taking notes, you can write this down. Our focus feeds our courage. Our focus feeds our courage. That is, listen, what we magnify, we get more of. What we focus on we get more of that. And so if we magnify fear, (laughs) we get more fear. If we magnify frustration, we get more frustration. If we magnify negativity, we get more negativity. If we magnify hopelessness, we just get more despair. But listen, the reverse is also true. If we magnify Jesus, if we magnify him, listen, we get get more courage. We get more life. We get more strength. We get more joy. What we magnify, we get more of. Now the ten spies and the rest of the people said, listen, we can't. <laughs> We're not able. <laughs> We're not enough. You know, we, we, we cannot do this. And they were full of fear. And yet Caleb and Joshua said, we can. We can because of who is with us. We can Because God has said he is the one who will fight for us. Well, take a look again at chapter 13, verse 30. It says this. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once. That is, listen, faith involves courageous action. Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well 
able to overcome it. So often I think we, we feel like the, the ten spies and the rest of the people, you know, we just, we feel like we can't, we're not able. It's, it's bigger than us and, and sometimes we can feel like, you know, God has brought us this far in life just to abandon us, just to kind of smush us and the, the impossibilities or the circumstances of life, you know, they just... They feel like these big things, and we feel like a grasshopper. We feel like a bug about to be, you know, smushed <laughs> by whatever it is. And it's easy to feel that way because, listen, the battle is real. The pressure is real. The impossibilities are real. And, and in, in these types of seasons, the type of season we've been in, it's been constant. It's been, you know, fire hydrant on, feeling impossibility, difficult circumstance after difficult circumstance, the world upside down on fire in so many ways. And so it's easy to feel that way. But listen, I want to remind us that we do not live by our feelings. Listen, our, our feelings can change with a song on the radio, right? We don't live by our feelings. We live by faith. And so listen, I want to encourage us and remind us that our enemy, listen, tries to tempt us, tries to tempt you to live by your feelings so that it stirs unbelief in your heart so that ultimately you give up and then you rebel and sin against your God even more. And so listen, don't do that. We know his schemes. We know how Satan works. Don't, don't give in to his schemes. Listen, brothers and sisters, know this. Know that God loves you. He will always love you. Nothing can separate you from God's love. No height, no depth, no principality, no power. Nothing seen, nothing unseen. Nothing can separate you from God's love. Second, listen, he will never leave you or forsake you. Listen, even though it feels that way at times. Even though the pain and the darkness can be difficult at times. Listen, by faith we know he will never leave us or forsake us. By faith we know the dawn will come. And third, listen, we know that God will work all things to good in our lives. Listen, even the evil, even that which was intended for evil against us. Well, again, faith takes courageous action. And so God says this, not, not only can we, we are more than able, we should move forward. That is what faith speaks. The Apostle Paul says it this way, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
I believe that verse, you know, where I struggle sometimes, it's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I can, but sometimes I don't want to, and so I have to speak that movement against what it is I don't want to do or I'm afraid to do or is uncomfortable to do. I have to move forward. Not only can we, we are more than able because by God's divine power, he has granted to us everything that we need for life and godliness, 2 Peter 1.3. So we can. God has promised to meet all our needs according to his riches and glory, Philippians 4.19. Not only can we, we are more than able, we need to move forward. What we magnify, we get more of. And so as you look at your impossibilities, do you feel faith? Do you feel life? Do you feel possibility, then listen, your focus is on your good Father. Then you're magnifying him. You're magnifying his word. But as you look at your impossibilities, if you feel weak, if you feel a sense of hopelessness, if you feel a sense of, you know, we can't, then listen, your eyes are on you. <laughs> your eyes are on the limitations of others. Your eyes are on your circumstances. And you're listening to the enemy's voice speaking fear into your heart. Now, one of the things I've learned in my walk of faith, perhaps it'll be helpful, perhaps not, but one of the things that I've learned is I don't always know when. I wish I did. And I don't always know how, but always, I always, always know who. I always know who. I always know God is loving. I always know He is faithful. I always know His ways are absolutely perfect. I always know he is good. And listen, I always know his promises are sure. And so we stand. We stand on those promises, waiting for their fulfillment in our life because, listen, God has already granted them to us. And so in the meantime, we trust. We trust in who he is, no matter what. Let's pray. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more sermons like this, visit us online at gracechapel.cc.